Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We're going to do it anyway. Yo, okay. I heard that. <laughs> Is that your studio uh, you're in? Huh? Is that your studio you're in? Uh, no, not yet. I'm, on, I'm just on my computer. But oh, I, thought okay. that, I thought that was you coming from your end. It says recording has started. Uh, no, okay. Yeah, look here. Uh, well, they, you know, they're going to edit it anyway. So, I mean, I just want to make sure the sound check and everything was cool. But, yeah. you know, I'd like for us to get back together, man, on this thing. And then when uh, Gabriel just bought a whole brand new equipment and he bought a new building, man. He's going to be ready in six weeks and we go back on and do our soul vibration things and come back on here because he one of the a new, things, a new building. Yeah, he's got a new place, man. So he told me, give him about six weeks to get everything in there and get used to the equipment. And we ready to jump up and get started again, man. Where, where is it? I don't know where it's at, but it's in Oakland. I know that. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And, you know, one of the things that I'm running into here is uh like tonight i wanted to i have this guy coming on i've been knowing him for like about 20 you might know him i don't know if or not you know he's been in oakland a long time he's a bail bondsman used to be down on 7th street right across from the jail oh yeah and <laughs> tall slim not, guy yeah tall big guy older yeah guy. yeah tall slim older guy yeah yeah well he's 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 older than yeah, he's I, on seven, he was on 7th street by the police department yeah, I, well, I, him and I used to work together for the uh, city of Oakland. We used to, we used to run the uh, emergency housing program for the for the city years ago. And uh, you know, yeah, man, he, this guy about six seven, weighed about three hundred pounds. Then I mean, he big, not fat. You know, <laughs> he's a big guy, uh, yeah. but uh, uh, he he he's a he real big, decent. Big square yeah. So uh, yeah, it, because one of the things I'm running into is 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 people are, are kind of set with Christianity and Islam and all these different religions, and like my host that was supposed to be on tonight, she says she can't come on because we're talking about something political, and I, that doesn't set well with me because. What are you going to do? Limit people to talking about only things that you want them to talk about if you're a Christian or if you're a Muslim? And that's what it sounds like. And, and the same thing happened before. I think this may be the brother now. So Martin, Martin Luther King would have been on your show. He's a Christian. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But she says she you know can't be because she can't mix Christianity with politics. So I said, well, look, I'm not going to even deal with that anymore. Yeah, he is politics. Yeah, but, you know, I, was doing, I was doing a show before, man, and she hung up in the middle of the show because they started talking about some politics without even saying anything. But let me see. Let me unmute this guy. Hey, how you doing? Oh, hold up, brother. Is this is James? James Udicell. All right, brother. How you doing? Uh, my co-host tonight here is a brother, Corey Jeffries. He's on the line here with us, too. 
So uh, okay. we're going to give people about two, a couple more minutes because I'm expecting a, 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 a pastor Warren and all of them to call from Seattle and up there, you know, but I wanted to have this brother on, you know, this is, I think it's a real important issue because they're always slipping, slipping these propositions on the ballot. And you know how black folks, they just go and vote for the main characters and they don't even take time to read those propositions and they might be cutting your throat <laughs> later on down the road. You find out, wow, I didn't even know this existed. Well, we're going to inform you today, okay? How you doing, James? I'm good. How about you? Hey, man, you know, this in the struggle out here, man. They keep throwing, they keep throwing these different things at us. And, uh, you know, we have to, we have to deal with them every day, you know. So, okay, let's see. Uh, DV, is that, uh, Del hello? Dejavon. Yeah, Dejavon. Let me see if she on. Let me make sure she's in check. Uh, Dejavon? Yes, I'm here. Hello, dear. How you doing? Well, look. Let us let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and get started. And as other people call in, we can just allow them in on the conversation. Well, once again, this is uh, T25 uh, CL Entertainment, which is a format for new and upcoming artists, and they display to display their talents. We have 24-hour music uh, programs all day, all genres of music. Also. Uh, we have like other talk shows. On Monday night, we have Compton Politics. On Tuesday night, which is my night, is is uh, the Mothership. And on Wednesday, we have Roger's Corner. And on Saturday, we have Re United We Stand. And on Sunday, we have One on One with King Coco. Uh, tonight's guest is uh, Brother James Rudisell. Brother, I've been knowing for about 25 or 30 years. I don't know how long I've been knowing this brother, but he's a dynamite brother. He is a bail bondsman uh, in the city of Oakland. And the reason I had him on tonight was because there's a, there's a new proposition that's going to be on the ballot uh, in November uh, that's going to kind of throw a monkey wrench into the, into the cash, cash bonds or whatever. I'll let him explain that. But James, go ahead and introduce yourself and tell people where they can contact you at and, and what this is all about. Uh, my name is James Rudisell. I'm a bondsman in Oakland, California. I've been in business for about 25 years. I'm on uh, 331 15th Street in Oakland, California. And just to give us some background of what he was talking about, the issue started in October, I mean in 2018, when the California legislature passed SB10. SB10 was a bill that was snuck in, and what it did in California is said no more money bail which meant when you got arrested, instead of have, having a bail schedule and you can post bond to get out, uh, SB 10 would change all that and throw out the bail schedule. You cannot bond out anymore, and you would have to go through the judges to get released. Now, the other part of that he's talking about on the November ballot is going to be Proposition 25. Now, me and other bail bonds and the people in the insurance industry uh, passed a petition so SB 10 couldn't go through in 2018. And what it would have been would have been an effective in October of 2019. But since we got the signatures on it to put it on the ballot to, to take that away, it's going to be Proposition 25. You want to vote no on Proposition 25, so you will still be able to bail. Now, bail was given to you in the Constitution, and what will happen if 
they let uh, SB 10 go into effect, you will lose your rights, and you'll be left at the mercy of the judge and what they call this thing called risk assessment. They don't have it in place yet, but that's what they're calling it. And for order for you to get out of jail, if you're a risk, stay in jail until your trial is over. If you're not a risk, they'll release you, and you go back and forth and you go to your court dates. So it's so arbitrary that we know what's going to happen on our turn when you get to the risk assessment people. But mm-hmm. it's been left in the hands of the judges alone to decide if you're going to get your freedom or not. So ACLU, Black Lives Matter, all of them got off of this bill because they didn't know it was going to be a no-money bail situation like in California. They have mm-hmm. states that don't have bail, but it's not no-money bail. No right. money there, like I say, with all the power in the hands of the judge. Okay. Uh, let me let me ask you a question, James. Uh, hey, are you close by your speaker system? Because one of the one of the guests is saying he can't hear you. Can you hear him, Corey? Y'all, I'm, I can I'm, take it off. I had it on speakerphone. I can take it off of speakerphone. I'm going to be yeah. tired as fuck. Yeah, everybody does that fast now, but y'all know what I'm about to do? What's that? And I dropped my extended mag, bitch. But y'all know what I'm about to do? Hello? Are you yeah. yeah. Whoever's playing the music needs to turn their music down. Okay, I'm gonna have to cut that out. Uh, Corey, can you hear me? Corey. Yes, yes, I can hear you. And the other, I can hear you. Yes. Okay, you can hear James, all right. Uh, you can hear James, all right. Something. James, say something. Yeah, can you hear me now? He said, "Turn it up a little bit. Make make sure your thing is turned up, because uh, he's not getting getting reception that he should be getting." Well, I had it on speakerphone, I, so I thought you wanted me to take it off the speakerphone. So now it's off of speakerphone, so I'm going to turn it on the regular phone now, without not it being on speaker. So are you able to hear me now? Yes. Yes, I can hear you. Could you hear me when it was on speakerphone? No, you sound like you uh, couldn't hear you on speakerphone. So you missed like all you were of far that? away. No, oh, okay. no, I got it. I I was still following you. I could hear you. I just couldn't hear you really well. Okay, well, it's better now. I'll take yeah, it. And I'm, I'm familiar with SB10. Yes. Yeah, yeah so what I'm the familiar with SB10. Was, that's, well, that's, that's good information. They uh, passed the bill like at 4 o'clock on a Thursday afternoon when everybody wasn't there and just got it shot through. And then Governor Brown immediately signed it. And then when people find out what's going on, because people still don't know that they're not going to be able to bail out of jail. Okay, yeah, and that's one of the questions I wanted to ask you because I was under the impression that it was kind of up to the judge anyway. When when you have going to court, that your lawyer can no, request not. a certain amount of bail or no bail. No, that's not how it goes. They have a bail schedule for each county in California. Each county has a mm-hmm. schedule for each charge that is on the penal code book. What so that'll designate what the amount of bail is going to be. It's not arbitrary by the judge. The judge can lower it or raise it, but as far as if you got arrested for, say, possession, there's a bail schedule that calls for a certain amount for that for that charge. The judges right. follow that. But, but right. before it gets to the judge, the, the jailers, there's already a bail schedule for each county. 
So they know how much the bill is going to be by what you're charged with. Oh, okay. So for, depending on your crime and whether or not it's some kind of violent crime or less uh, arbitrary kind of situation, the bail is already pretty much set, then is what you're saying. They have a bail, but the only way you will not usually qualify for bail is if you are a risk to the community, such as oh. you get arrested for 187, which is murder, okay. or if you have a, a really violent crime. But those are, may not be, you know, may not be able to bail for those. But there's a bail schedule for every crime that's in the penal code book. Okay. Uh, Corey, Corey, you had a question? Go ahead. Yeah, um, I just want to say, you know, the uh, the lie that they perpetrated when they were trying to pass that bill, and, and like the gentleman just eloquently said, they they purposely take these votes and do these things when they know people aren't going to be there so they can make it sound like nobody was really interested in participating and deciding. But also, in, in, the, in uh, Alameda County, the majority of people that are facing pretrial bail assessments are African-Americans and people that are marginalized. And the lie that they tell is that by disallowing bail to be available, it keeps things from being discriminatory because everybody is treated exactly the same. But, but that's like saying everybody's treated guilty before innocent because you're not allowing people to have a chance uh, the, you know, to work from the outside until their, tri until their trial, trial comes. And, and so, you know, it's another it's another systematic thing where, you know, uh, you 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 create you create a lie an about face inside out lie to say that it's actually working better. By denying people than actually giving people a chance to uh, to bail pre-trial. Well, they already have pretty much tried to institute it. Because in San Francisco, the DA over there has already instituted the practice. And since they came out with COVID-19, for the first 90 days of COVID-19, Newsom put in the zero bail. So with the zero bail, you have a bail, but it's zero. So for most of the charges, that, like I said, there's a bail schedule. So to get around no money bail, they did 90 days of zero bail. So after that 90 days of zero bail, they did 90 more days. So now, it's a, it's a bail schedule, but Newsom made the bail zero. So, and it's still arbitrary that the judge can say, well, you don't qualify for that. But they could, couldn't yeah. they do that anyway? Could the, could the, do the judge, can the judge arbitrarily do that anyway? No, they, they have a bail. You have to, if it's a bail schedule, you have to follow the bail schedule. So what, oh, the, what the governor did was made all, certain charges, not all the charges, but for like, you know, certain charges that you normally get bail for. Now, for murder and stuff like that, you still got bail. And for violent crimes, you still got bail. But for a lot of the charges that are felonies, that are not violent crimes and what have you, he made it zero bail. So they give him a bail, which is zero, because that's how they get around this SB10 thing. So they gave him zero bail because of COVID-19. Oh, so right okay. now, that's in place. Okay, so uh, if it wasn't for COVID nineteen, then what would the, what what would be their purpose behind this this bill? No, they trying to what they are. Governor Newsom wants SB ten to be enacted, so they're mm -hmm. doing all they can to get around. Since we had these signatures and put it on the ballot, they're still trying to get around, even though it's on the ballot. 
Bracero, the Attorney General of California, last week came and said that he wants to institute the SB10 anyway because of COVID-19 and it's dangerous to have people that's there. So they don't even want it to be on the ballot so people can't even vote on it. So that's what they're trying to do before the election. Oh, okay. So tell me, who's who's sponsoring this bill? It's a, it's a, it's a. I'm not sure who. It's a, it's an assemblyman that I think he's out of Southern California, but it's, you can look it up. He's under SB10. He introduced the bill. Uh, yeah, was, under, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. A uh, Democrat I was, out of Southern California. A Democrat out of Southern California. Okay. So how is this going to really affect people? You know, who who do happen to get locked up? Is this going to be more difficult for them to to uh, you know, to get bail or to get out if they're waiting on trial? Well, you got you asking the question is like, if it's, things are in place like they are now where you have bail, it's going to be the same way it is. Now, see, they already have really a system in place. They got a system in place now. They The next thing they talk about going to risk assessment, they have an OR system already in place. So everybody, they'll go, if you can get through OR, you can get released on a lot of charges. So now they're going to replace that with risk assessment. They don't have a mechanism in place to who's going to run the risk assessment, who's going to be the risk assessment people, what are the questions that are going to be asked. They don't have none of that in place. They just want to get rid of bail, money bail, because they say it's onerous to the poor. That's, they, that's their major reason. It's onerous to the poor. So what they're saying is only the poor has a, gets a test to take advantage of that process. They're saying only the poor have to stay in jail and can't bail, which is not true, but that's what they're saying. Oh, see, this okay. basically went around where the, the, it was a case out of uh, San Mateo County. It was an Asian lady, and she had the two kids, and they said she hired these two brothers to uh, kill her, uh, the baby's daddy. So mm-hmm. when they came up with the bail, the bail was 750000 She put up property. She didn't even go through a bail bond. You know, you don't have to always go through a bail bond. You can put up cash or you can put up property. But the two right. people that was accused of the murder couldn't bail because they didn't qualify because they, uh, for the murder charges. So. Right. Everybody beat that case. She beat the case, and they had one of the guys testify against her. Mm-hmm. He got immunity, but she beat the case, so he's out. And the other guy, everybody, but they based it this, this SB10 a lot of that on that. And the lady didn't even go through a bail bond. She put up property herself mm-hmm. with the court. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, my thing is about that is that if if you know. Just let's say, for instance, you know, somebody gets locked up and they can't go to bail uh, or they don't have a system in place by which they can get out. What is their alternative? If, you know. You're talking about now or if they go through it with the uh, with the, the SB10? If, uh, now, if they go through with the, the SB10. That's proposition. If they go through with the SB10, the bail schedule is no longer going to exist. So it's not going to be a mechanism in place. For you to post bond, then you're gonna go through this thing they're calling it risk assessment. It's mm-hmm. too arbitrary, but at any rate, risk assessment would be everybody that gets arrested has to be go through a judge before they can uh, get out of jail. That okay. could take three or four days before you see a judge. All right. Well, well, we have we have another person mm-hmm. online. Yeah, I'm not sure who they are. I'm gonna unmute them. Um, hello, are you there? It. Um, hello there. Yes, you have a question for our guests, sir. Um, I have I have no questions at the moment. Um, I just kind of wandered in. Um, I was having a listen to what was going on. Um, I'm not even from the uh, the US, 
from the UK. But um, I'll just listen oh, to okay. uh, what you Welcome, brother. You know, welcome from the UK. Well, we we have a guest here, James Rudisell, who is a bail bondsman in the county of Alameda, Oakland. And we were talking to him about a new uh, uh, SB 10. It's a prop, uh, prop 25 that's going to be on the ballot in November. And and the detriment of that, that won't be a bail. So if that bill passes, there won't be a system in place for people, especially for people. No, would, no, it's back then. SB 10 already has passed. It's going to be on the ballot, Proposition 25, right. to not let that go into, not let it, it's already, SB 10 already passed and it's signed by the governor. Okay. So when it's going to be on the ballot, is Proposition 25, you need to vote no on Proposition 25, which will let the bail stay in place. You can still Oh, the so, so the Prop 25 will overturn the SB 10 if it passes. It won't let SB 10 come into, yeah, it won't let, right. it would overturn SB 10, yes. Okay. So uh, Chris, you had a question? SB 10 has already passed. Hey. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll Corey, see. you had a question? Yeah, well, see, SB, SB 10 violates the California Constitution anyway under Article 1, which, which, which provides that a person shall be released on bail by sufficient surety, surety except for certain serious offenses, which means due process, innocence until proven guilty. But that... But that new bill strips away your constitutional rights, regardless of whether you're innocent or false arrest or anything. You know, the option to not wear a prison jumpsuit and shackles for in-custody appearances is only applicable at trial, meaning that there's an increase of unfair bias at arraignment since incarceration defendants can't wear regular civilian clothes. So it's extremely concerning, it would seem to me, that most attorneys agree that the courtroom takes real notice of a defendant's appearance in court. That makes it biased in the, in the first place. And so this seems to release defendants within 24 hours uh, with, with a caveat that, that applies to most misdemeanors, but, but you have up to 24 hours and you can extend 12 more hours onto their time before releasing. Once they got you in there, they can really start playing those games of whether they'll let you out or not. Well, you have to. They can. They can hold you for seventy-two oh, hours. Yeah. It's not twenty-four hours. Mm -hmm. They can hold you for mm -hmm. seventy-two hours. Any jail in California can hold you for seventy-two hours. They have to charge you within seventy-two hours. So they have to arraign you within that seventy-two hours period, and then once you get to court, they'll see if they're going to charge you or not. But it's not twenty-four hours. They can hold you for seventy-two hours and just let you go, not do nothing. And you can't do nothing about that, unless you was wrongly arrested. Yes. And you you, you, you're right. <laughs> That, that 72 was supposed to be for actual criminal violations, though. I, I thought for misdemeanors, that's it the only was 24 hours. Bail bonds is for not Bail bonds is only for criminal. Oh, yeah. Okay. I see. What you're saying. Okay. 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 Yes. So, uh, 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 James, so is there anything else going on in reference to this? I mean, this. Uh, Prop 25 uh, that, uh, you know, you think our guests would benefit from? Well, the major thing is they're getting people informed that they need to vote, number one. And like you were saying earlier when we go up, came on, you need to read what's on the ballot. Right. And like you said, not just vote for the president and then after that don't read nothing else and just turn your ballot in. You need it's stuff that will affect you. 
and SB 10 takes away your rights to such a degree. It's, 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 it's going to be, un- if you think it's unfair now, especially for minorities, it's really going to be unfair then because it's going to be so arbitrary. So my major thing is telling everybody to get out and vote and read the ballot when, you, when you're voting so you know what you're voting for. And like I say, vote Hello. no on Proposition 25. See, SB 10 has already been passed and signed by Governor Brown. That's how old it is. This was before Newsom got in office. They passed it and Brown signed it the next day. They did it just like that. People didn't know what they SB 10 was and what they did, and then it, they still don't know. They still don't yeah. know. But, well, but you know, platforms yeah. just let people get informed. Right. Well, that's one of the things, you know, I, I in fact, I've worked at the uh, a voting thing once and, and people come in and they vote. They said they don't have time to fill out all that stuff and read all that stuff because some of that stuff is really tedious and it's legalistic and they don't understand it. So I think and you that, don't you know, know if you vote yes or no. Is it good for you to vote yes or is it good for you to vote no? Exactly. You know, you know it's Proposition 25, but you know, you, sometimes the way it's worded, sometimes no is bad for you. You know, you think no, you know, no yeah. is, is good. But, you know, one of the things that I always look at it, who, who are the people who are really pushing it, sponsoring it? And you can usually tell by who, who they are, who the groups are, because you have a lot of groups that have money and they have power and they can get in there and they can push certain initiatives and get them passed because a lot of us don't take time or don't have the 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 energy to to read all of that stuff. So we we bypass it. And then you later on you you run into a situation where here it hits you in the face and you say, wow, I didn't even know that was a rule. I didn't know that that applied to me. And the reality of it is, is that that's how they sneak stuff up under you. That's how they put rules well, in there. It's, 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 it's like it's a season for everything. And it's that's just right. like the timing. Just like, like with Kaepernick. And Kaepernick was kneeling and they just wanted to put him up under the jail. And now the commissioner of football is sorry he said what he said and did what he did. But it's too late to say sorry now. Yeah, you know, it is. So it's, it's the timing of what goes on. This is, they've been trying to put bail bonds out since I've been in bail bonds for 25 years, but they never had a chance to get it all the way through. The climate, right, what they thought back then, the climate was good for that. Right now, if they had tried to do it now, it would have been good. The climate is not good for that right now. Right. Well, we have a black man. We have another guest on here. I want to see what if she have any questions. Uh, I'm going to unmute her. Uh, hello. Hi. I don't have any questions right now um, at this point. Who, who is that in the background making all that noise? Wow. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Go ahead, sister. Um, I was saying I don't have any questions at this time. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you for calling in, and we're going to get back to our guest, Mr. James Rudisell, who is a bail bondsman in the, in the county of Alameda, and he's on here trying to encourage and motivate us to to get out and vote, but most of all, check out all of those propositions that are on the ballot, read them. I know they're tedious, and some of it's legalistic, but uh, have somebody to explain it to you. But- uh, uh, I'm really saying to vote no on Prop 25. Vote no on Prop 25. No on Prop no 25. On Prop I do wanna make a comment though. Yes, um, go ahead. I think this is why it's so important for, um, black educators to be teaching history and especially civics in different um, 
things within American government because we lack the technical skills to be able to dissect certain things um, with laws pertaining to our survival um, in the U.S. Yes, um, you're absolutely right. And and through my experience with education and being a teacher, um, I understood that from a different perspective as well. Yes. Well, thank you for your your uh, information. We appreciate you calling in. How did you hear about the show, by the way? Um, through Andre. Oh, okay, great, great. I don't know where the chief is tonight, but uh, I'm sure he's out there taking care of business and make sure you get out and vote and encourage your friends to vote, especially on Prop 25. Uh, any other questions of uh, Mr. Corey Jeffries? Uh, well, no, not, not really at this time. I'm just, just acknowledging that uh, uh, one more thing, uh, uh, the, the, the young man, the uh, wealthiest black businessman in America, um, uh, uh, last name is Smith. Uh, uh, he um, uh, paid for all of those uh, kids, African-American kids, he paid off all their tuitions at the, at the historically black colleges and universities. His name is Robert Smith, uh, the wealthiest black yeah. businessman uh, in the United States. Uh, they're trying to indict him on tax evasion or some kind of tax improprieties uh, to discredit took care of all these tuitions for, uh, for uh, uh, you know, black college students in these historically black colleges. And, and it just brings to bear, you know, all the injustices, even where successful, I mean, this is the wealthiest black man in America. And this good deed of paying all these college tuitions for these black black kids. Here you have uh, William Barr and company with nothing better to do after this man and try and discredit this man. And and uh, this bail thing hits at the hits at the minimum level, you know, in our community. But all the way up, it doesn't make any difference how much money you have, as long as you're black, you're gonna always be targeted. So I just want to make people aware of that. His name is Robert Smith. And uh, we'll keep an eye on things to see how that plays out. All right. Yeah, and thank that's you. Important because now, it, it, even more so that Steve, like he was saying, they could just charge you. And if you're charged and not and there's been no bail available to you, if they want to, they can keep you in custody through the whole proceeding. Because people don't know how the trial thing even works. You're arrested, you're arraigned, and then it's pre-trial, and then it's trial. It's not like TV and it all happened in one hour. This could be a, you can get arrested on Tuesday, and then they don't arraign you until Friday. And if you see, when you're in custody, you have a tendency to, to, to say yes to a lot of things you normally wouldn't say yes to. And then if they do hold bound you over the range, then you go to pretrial. You could go back and forth to pretrial for a whole year, and nothing happens with your case. And if you not have bail available to you, you'll be sitting in jail for a whole year. Yeah, that's that's great information to, uh, to have. Uh, really appreciate you taking the time out of your business schedule, uh, James, to come on and 
and talk to our guests, you know, our callers about this because, uh, you know, we need to be educated in every energy, every asset, every thing about this whole process in America. America is is not a, a haven for black people. It is a dangerous place. And if you lack any knowledge and you don't have the ability to research or access knowledge, you can find a paying a, paying a, a huge price in more ways than one than, than just finances. Um, yes, uh, Sister, what, how do you pronounce your name? Sister? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, how do you pronounce your name? Deja. Deja, okay, yes, yeah. Deja. You, you have any other questions for our, for our guests, please? Um, no, but I appreciate this information um, because this is something that I wasn't too familiar with. Okay, well, great. Uh, just, just hang on in here for a minute. I would like to say at this time, you know, the origination of, of the mothership, it was something that was brought into fruition by myself and brother Corey Jeffress, who is a guest on the show tonight. And and I think people have, have gotten the wrong impression about what, you know, what the show is all about. I, I, we have a, a nice little blip right up about what we do, but, you know, we talk about everything on this show, religion, history, uh, science, whatever is going on in the world, we talk about it. And, and, and one of the things is, is we don't handicap anybody. I don't care whether you're Christian, Muslim, Buddhist, uh, whatever you are, that's your, your thing. You have to realize that the people who call in here may be totally have a whole different concept than you do. And so we, we can't be shy about, uh, you know, how we interpret what somebody else says or because we uh, have a different belief personally. And I'm going to lay mine out there tonight so that people will not have this issue futuristically. I don't believe in no organized religions, whether it's Christianity, Buddhism, uh, uh, whatever it is. I am a spiritualist by nature because that's what I am. And I believe in treating all human beings with, with, with dignity and, and, and justice. And, and when we, we get into these, these camps where we, I believe this and you believe that, and I can't do this and I won't do this because of that. I, I can talk to any man or any woman on the planet because I hold no animosity in my heart against them for what they believe. People can't help where they are at that particular time when you come in contact with them. So you accept them where they are and you don't, you try and try not to belittle people because of their belief, because people have a right. You know, that's your choice, your right to study, to believe, to follow whatever <coughs> situation you, you choose to, but you don't have a right to come on the airwaves and tell other people that they can't do it. You know, this is a, the, the mothership is a format where we welcome all callers and we certainly encourage them to call in and discuss, you know, do your research, you know, challenge us. Because if you come on the show and you, and you are a guest, we're gonna challenge you. We're gonna ask you questions, not to be mean, but just because we want to reach the lowest common denominator. We want people to get something out of the show. We want them to learn. We want them to be informed, educated. And when they leave the show, irregardless of what their, their belief will probably still be the same, but they can say, I was enlightened. I didn't know that, or I didn't know this. So I just want people to understand where I'm at uh, uh, in terms of uh, 
the mothership. The mothership is all about uh, uh, recreating a, a new reality for people uh, who call themselves black, but we're really Africans and, and stop, you know, living our lives under this umbrella of being <clears throat> made and renamed by a society that continues to abuse and uh, use us and we're still in a, a, a another form of slavery, which is uh, the psychological slavery. And that's mm -hmm. something the doctor talks about that in her book about the uh, post-traumatic slave syndrome. Mm -hmm. Or, and 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 this is we have to get. We will never ever be successful. And it don't matter how many Oprahs we have, no matter how many Michael Jordans we have, we are going to be right where we are, fighting for our lives every day until we come together as a group. So I hope I didn't offend anybody by saying that. I just wanted people to understand that this is my belief. I believe in one creator and I believe that I'm connected to that creator. Each and every one of you are also. And I do hope and pray that you will all come into the realization of that because then and only then will we be free. So now that you had my little spirit, you have a question, Corey? No, I was going to just add on to what you're saying. I, I, I completely agree with you. Um, I studied world religion, I have, and I don't know all the answers, but um, I I have uh, the, the studied the Torah, the, the, the Bhagavad Gita, the, the Quran, the, the Bible, uh, Buddhism. And um, uh, if, if, if you're going to discriminate against somebody because, uh, or, or it's okay to disagree with somebody. I can I can say to you when you come to me speaking Spanish that I don't speak Spanish. But but that's all that means. I don't speak Spanish. I can't tell you that because you speak Spanish, you're going to hell. I can't tell you because you speak Chinese, you're going to hell. And that's what religion is like. It, where you come from, the way the way you're brought up. The one thing I've learned about all of those. Uh, Templates, meaning Bibles, Bhagavad Gita, Torah, Quran—they're all roadmaps to one Creator. The one thing that they all share is love for humankind. When, exactly. And and we try and justify our religion by putting another religion down. But for instance, in Christianity, your good works and shining your light doesn't give you—you shouldn't have enough time to be judging somebody else if you're really living what it says in the Bible. The, the first thing that people refer to when they hear Islam is uh, jihadists and, and seven virgins and all that. Well, uh, the way this country was built, good Christian white folk used to call themselves and still do the Ku Klux Klan. So, uh, so, so is Christianity, uh, white supremes, those are people do bad things. Not, not the good that's in those templates. What's written in those templates is what we're supposed to practice. And as the United Nations, when the United Nations get together, they should just disband if you go by what religion says, because you've got Muslims from 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 from, from uh, the Middle East and the Far East coming together. With the United Nations is made up of all the different religions and components, and the idea is to find common ground to come together for peace. You take your religion, and you when you when you have these kind of talks. You're supposed to leave, leave your personal relationship with the creator in the closet. You shouldn't be bringing that to you. Martin Luther King would be here as a Christian. 
uh, Adam Clayton Powell. Uh, back then, politics, religion is politics. You can't avoid it. If you look at the politics that happened when Jesus allegedly, the so-called Jesus was put on the cross, there were politics involved in all of that. So, you know, we have to get out of this cognitive dissonance of, of, of just saying what we've been brought up and raised to believe, which actually keeps our mind, us closed minds, up our minds to receive our brothers and sisters, regardless of your religion, your preferences. Uh, me shaking hands with a Muslim isn't going to turn me into one. I can sure get along with him. What if he's my next door neighbor? Now I'm not supposed to speak to him because he doesn't believe what I believe. And as African-Americans, that's what's holding us back. We get distracted by so much stuff that's been directed at us that we keep feeding on and we don't get anything accomplished. And, and that's what Dr. Koiku and, 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 and who's mentored me in the years we've known each other, this is why we wanted to start uh, want to fire up the mothership is because we just want to give you something to think about. You know, we're not we're not discrediting you, but when you come here and you say these things, we're going to challenge you. But get you, but, but, but come with your facts. You have to come with your facts because if you don't, you, you don't you won't have a leg to stand on. Right, Doc? You're absolutely right. And you know, I believe strongly that when people say they believe something, you have to question what does that mean. I believe, you know, it's a difference between believing and knowing. If you know who your creator is, if you know what you're talking about, and you, you've done that, you've 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 been able to elevate yourself by study, by research, and that's something that we all have a responsibility to do. Because even in those those books that they write, where they we know that they've been tampered with. One of the things in, that stands out in, in, the, in the Bible for me is study to, so, to show thyself worthy. It says study to show thyself worthy. It doesn't say study and go out here and, and beat somebody over the head with it. it. It's study to show yourself worthy. In other words, you, you, you go out and you, you, you research information and you, re, you know, reduce it to the lowest point where there's no further that, that you can go. Because you have to understand the science that existed 50 years ago has now been discredited. We have new science. We're ever, 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 ever changing and ever growing. And that's because we, we get exposed to new and updated information on a daily basis. And, and, and I said that because, of, you know, we'd had some problems with a couple of shows with other people where they were offended. And I'm sorry they were offended, but like you say, religion is politics. Everything is politics because in order for us to, as a people, to really come together, we're going to have to really put all of those religions aside and start talking to us as from one human being to another, as one God creature to another God creature. Because if I'm talking to you as a Muslim and you talking to me as a Christian and somebody else is talking to me as a Buddhist, and, and that becomes the, the, the focal point of the conversation, we will never arrive at a, at a decision where we can work together. And so we, we have to put this stuff aside, you know, because nothing is, is etched in stone. You know, whatever is going on in 2020, 
when 2050 rolled around, it'll be some whole new information. It's just like this virus that's going around. Uh, now, they they claiming that all kinds of things is happening in terms of how this virus uh, first initiated itself. But the reality of it is, is these people are, are working in these laboratories and they're creating a lot of these monsters. And then when they get out of control, the people are the ones who suffer. In fact, I was just talking to somebody, a good friend of mine up in Seattle, and he was talking about how the Republicans, now I think it's 177,000 people who have died from uh, coronavirus, 177,000. And the Republican says that's an acceptable amount. Where do they get off deciding what's an acceptable amount for people dying? You know, what if it was a half a million? Would that be an acceptable amount? And I still think because of the way this 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 thing is playing out, that it's affecting black and brown people more than it's affecting other people, uh, that this is another one of those tools that are, that is being used and they're not in a rush to do anything about it because who's who are the people who are more likely going to be affected by it? The people that they want to get rid of anyway, the ones they want to run back across the border, the ones they want to stop from coming in here on, on those uh, visas and black people who they can't seem to get rid of because they don't know how, you know. So, you know, by all means, call in, tell your friends to call in because we're going to have some dynamite shows. I have a brother that's going to be on next week, uh, Brother Hezekiah. He's wrote over 200 books. Dynamite, brother. You know, he's he's my mentor. Corey's talking about he's my mentor. And this guy's a, he's a student, you know, student of world history. And and these are the kind of things that I'm trying to bring to the mothership so that people can realize that, you know, I have, you know, I have a real opportunity here to change my direction if I wanted to. Because a lot of people think that they are in a rut, they're stuck, and they can't change. You have the ability to change. You have the power to do and be whatever you want. You don't have to want to be Michael Jordan or Oprah. That is not the 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 essence of life, how much money you accumulate, you know? So we have to be about substance. And that means that we have to recognize and respect all forms of, of life and, and, and just be, just be human, you know, love your neighbors. Anybody else have any questions? Deja, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Yes. Uh, you have any questions or anything you want to add to the conversation, dear? No, sir. I'm good. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you very much. We really appreciate you being on the show. Right now, we're going to take a, a small break. Uh, this is T25TL Entertainment. And once again, this is a, this is a format for up-and-coming artists. Uh, we have all kinds of musicians and people. We also have a movie that you might want to check out. Only go to the website. And uh, as United We Stand, it's like, I think it's about a two and a half hour movie. And I, I'm not sure, but it's three or four dollars. I'm not sure to rent it, which is, is cheaper than what you, if you rent in the store. And it's a dynamite movie that was produced by uh, Brother Andre Ward and, and some other people who are on the board of T25CL. And, and like I said, once again, we're here every Tuesday night at 730 on the mothership and we also have the other shows Compton politics on monday we have uh on wednesday rogers corner on saturdays we have a show united we stand which is 
uh, facilitated by the chief, Andre Ward. And then on Sunday, we have one-on-one with uh, Kid Coco. Uh, so back to Mr. James. Are you there still, Mr. Rudisell? Yeah, I'm still here. I'm still here. Yeah. So what's up, brother? What's going on? What do you think? Well, I'm just, you know, it's good to have a platform to uh, share ideas on and uh, yeah. get some good information, you know. And just like like what you were talking about, uh, I look at it like uh, – you know, you don't want to have contempt prior to investigation. So if you're going to be uh, looking at things for me, I look for where I can see something similar. Right. You know, and just like when you guys were talking about the different religions and what have you, you know, there's a lot of similarities in all of them. Yeah, I look for similarities as opposed to looking for the differences. And then, like, again, like if you haven't read the Bible or you haven't read the Quran and stuff and what have you, you need to get some background before you even attempt to start, uh, you know, discussing them and taking them apart and what have you. So, like I said, I look for similarities, you know, and try not to have any contempt prior to uh, investigation. Well, yeah, because the reality of it is, is that regardless of whether another person believes, should that interfere with your ability to have a conversation or to like the person or not like the person? That shouldn't have anything to do with it. People, uh, all the time, people are not even responsible for what they know and the information that they have access to. People have been raised up. You take like our people, when they were first brought here, they weren't Christians. You know, they made them, forced them into Christianity. And and so um, over 500 years, and a lot of people say four, and I say 500 years because uh the people really didn't get out of slavery, a lot of them, until the 1950s when they had the, uh, what did they call the freedom ride buses used to go down south and pick those people up because they were still on those plantations working for those people for nothing. And they were still being abused and mistreated. So slavery didn't end for me until 1955. But now we're locked into a real, uh, another higher form of slavery, which is the psychological slavery, which is the most detrimental because it's so hard to change another person's mind, you know, and, and it's hard to even engage people who, who don't want their mind changed because there are people out there who they don't want to hear nothing you got to say and everything you say is wrong. And so, but you, you know, uh, you have to move on past that. You can't hate them for it. You just say, okay, there's another soul that's, that's, that's confused and lost and you have to keep moving forward and hope that somehow you're able to uh, spread some kind of information that's going to make the world a better place. You know, one, one thing my grandfather always said, he said, we have a responsibility to uh, leave the world better than what we found it. We can't do that if we're hating and, and you know, just ignoring people have the right to their own thoughts. And so I say to people, open up your mind, be flexible, love everybody. And, and and you make your decision. Don't let your surroundings, because I think more often than not, we get locked into making decisions about stuff and whether or not to like people based on the people that we associate with. If the people we associate with don't like the people, then we don't like them. So we have to be cognizant of the fact that uh, no matter what drove you to make the decisions to abuse somebody or mistreat somebody, you're the one who will pay the price eventually. Because if you do people wrong, that comma will come back at you. Go ahead. Anybody else? 
James? Oh, hello. Uh, hello, sir. Are you there? Hello there. Yes. Uh, you have any questions for any of our guests on? Yeah, I was just curious to know. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm in London, and um, okay. so um, and something incredibly strange has happened in London. Um, very, very strange. Speak up a little louder for it. Something in London has happened that's very, very strange. Um, it feels like the entire soul has been sucked out of the city. Um, there's only five colours of cars in the whole city. How is your city? How is uh, where we live at? Well, we yeah. have different people that live in different places. In, in reference to what? Uh, I mean, as I said, in my city, the soul, the essence, the spiritual essence of the city is almost mm -hmm. completely gone. And there is five colours of cars in the whole city. Five colours of cars. I know that's going to sound really crazy to you, but I'm being dead serious. There mm -hmm. is five colours of cars in the whole city. So in regards to your towns, like where you are, your local places where you live, what's it like? Like, what's the atmosphere like? Well, from my perspective, I'll give every one of my guests you an opportunity to uh, expound on that. I have not really taken the, the opportunity to, to even visualize how many cars or what color, whatever. But I can actually tell you this, that there's definitely a, a, a change going on in the universe in terms of how we're responding to each other. And I think a lot of it has to do with the coronavirus. And, you know, and now we got, I think, like about 32 million people who are laid off on unemployment and they, and they can't even get that because the president's going through. So there's a lot of things going on. One of the things that I notice most frequently is when I have the opportunity to be out in the public is that people are acting very, very, very strange. They have, they, before things were pretty bad to some degree, but now they, they don't have any respect for anybody or when you go in places here, you know, you have to be six feet from people and you got to wear a mask. There are people who will walk right up on you and don't care whether nothing about what you are uh, standing for. So there's a there's a there's a thing going on in the atmosphere. And uh, a lot of people want to be, oh, it's the end of the world, the end of the world. The world is not going to ever end, brother. The world is always going to be here. We may not be here in it, but the world is going to be here. It's uh, I think that we, uh, those of us who consider ourselves to be educators or scholars or whatever, need to continue to do research and continue to try to educate people and continue to try to win people over, get them to understand that the most high, the creator, uh, have given us all the power that we need. And if we stop fighting so hard trying to find the, uh, the almighty dollar of the American dream, that some we might find some success in that. Uh, so that's my take on it. Anybody else want to? Expound on that. Uh, now, when he said he said color of cars, Car, he said there's only five uh, colors of cars. I, I meant to ask him, how, were there a lot more before? Or is this something recent that happened? Um, well, when you when you go on the street, like people would, you know, 
you, people pick whatever color they want. Just like you're wearing a beige and black hat with a with a white dashiki or a tunic, um, or this gentleman here is wearing a black shirt. You know, mm. people wear a plethora of different things depending on their mood, depending on what they feel like. Okay, Black Lives Matter, very, 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 <laughs> very ple pleasant and culturally relevant. Um, Mr. Soros. But anyway, um, yeah, so um, with all that being considered, when you go into a city and you see uniform, like you're on the road, you see four white cars in a row or four blue cars in a row, or you go on a road and there's five colours of cars, red, blue, white, black and grey, and it's everywhere, that's quite concerning. Uh, yeah, may I ask you a question? In what way and how did you arrive at that 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 process of determining that there were like five, only five colored cars that you're seeing? Um, because I have to go to the shop to buy food, like a normal, you know, you go around, you, you observe, you see something that doesn't look, you, you, you look around, something's mm. changed, you give yourself a chance to process your environment, you're like, what has changed? Like, the atmosphere, clearly the spiritual atmosphere of the place has changed, people right. have changed, things have changed, the way people is behaving has changed, it's, it's, it's much more of an intangible feeling than it is a tangible feeling. At first it was like, right, something's happened, and once it happened, everything changed, and then you observe. You walk around right. your space and you observe. And if you're consistently observing your space, suddenly you start to see the same patterns. And mm. as I've walked around, I've realized on the street, there is five colors of cars. Mm. That is, I mean, when did you first uh, uh, observe this change start to take place? Um, I'd say about a year or two ago. Um, yeah. I, there, 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 was a, there was a significant spiritual situation. I mean, I'm... I'm currently under some sort of spiritual conflict anyway, which I won't go into. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's quite personal to me, but I'm, I'm hearing a lot of other people are going through a similar phenomena globally. I think it's a lot more than just changing the universe. I think there's a lot, I think there's quite a significant spiritual situation happening right now. Mm. But since the year, since, 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 since two years ago, um, first of all, there was a spirit of the encounter which changed. And I'm like, what happened here? Then I random helicopters in the sky. And then in the last, I'd say, year, I've gone out on the street. It's gradually trans transformed. And now you go out on the street and there is five colours of cars on the street. I've walked into a tower block, an estate, and it's the most, it's like there's lights on and it's the most quietest place I've ever been in my life. It's like the world is dead. Yes, go ahead. No, I was just saying it's like the world is dead. Well, I, I think that there's just a lot of stuff that's been going on on the last year and a half, two last two years, uh, uh, that 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 could be responsible for people's attitudes. I'm not sure uh, what the connection is, and the only thing that uh, we can do as individuals is I think that we have to just, uh, it's easy to be sidetracked by all of the stuff and the attitudes that are happening out here in the universe. But I think we have to get up and continue to move forward because uh, I think one of the things that's going on, especially here in California, we got fires uh, going all over the place. Uh, we got 
coronavirus, people uh, dying and getting sick. We got people can't go to work, they can't leave their homes. So uh, that is a recipe for, for people to to start developing some, some mental health issues. And so- Yes, go ahead. I didn't hear you. So you're from California? Yes, we're in California. I am. Right. Hey, that says yeah. a lot. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, Corey, go ahead. You had a question? Corey? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and I apologize. In the middle, if I could go back to different, you're breaking up a little bit, Corey. I'm not sure. Can you hear me better now? Yeah, yes, go ahead. Okay, um, going back just a little bit, really, um, have a perfect. On, on the human spirit, and, and, and there have been uh, controlled examples of that and experimentation with people in, uh, in rooms what kind of aggression and we just London asked what we have Hello, Carl. Hey, oh. yeah, uh, Corey, there's something going on with your system. Uh, because the, the brother said he couldn't hear you. Are you on a, okay. do you have, do you have earphones? Do you have earphones, Corey? Uh, I do at this time. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now, but periodically you're breaking up there, and I don't know what the reason is for it. Are you still with us, James? Yep, still here. James is he's clear. How about you, Dijon? Yeah. Yeah, she's here. She's clear. I don't know. It's something with your system that's. It's breaking up there. Go ahead, try it again. Okay. Okay. Let's see. It's you might try not moving same. around. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it's still breaking up. Still breaking up? Yeah. I'll listen for right now instead of being still challenging things right now. I'll just go ahead and listen. Okay. All right. We got we got about five more minutes. Does John, you want you want to uh, give us a, a one and a half minute wrap up uh, from your experience tonight, please? Um, it's Deja and um. Oh, okay, Deja. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> I know how that is when people butcher your name. <laughs> it's okay. Um, to the gentleman's point that is from London, would you say that um? the different color changes within the cars is psychologically conditioning people to, um, excuse me, only be aware of a specific type of color or um, something to that level? Well, that would, that would sound like some sort of Stasi. Um, 
mind control tactic, which um, could be plausible. But I'm saying if there was other colours of cars, I wouldn't be so fussed. But when you're thinking like it's a specific set of colours and then you might see one occasional odd colour, you're seeing a uniform set of colours. I'm talking about I've walked to like a state in where I live and the colours of the cars are the same. I've taken a, a, a bus or 20, like 10, 15 miles into the city centre and the car colours are exactly the same. On the way to the city centre, the car colours were the same. I got to the city centre, the car colours were the same. And, I'd, and I'm being honest with you, I'd love for it to just be like, ah, oh, you know, um, maybe, maybe it is coronavirus, maybe you've been in the house too much, but it really is. I'm a cognizant, I'm a cognizant person. I've gone through my moments, but I'm, I'm a cognizant person. And I, and I don't know if it's a sensitivity, but it's definitely a uniformity. There's definitely a yeah. uniformity. And I can definitely sense when I went into the center of the city, it was like the whole essence, the whole spirit of the city is no longer here. I, you know, I, can, you know I, I, I agree with you, brother. You know, excuse me for cutting in on you, but you know, I'm a psychologist and, and I know for the first couple of months, uh, you know, I felt good, you know, just like taking a break. But now we've went into this thing four, five or six months and I can't wait to get out of this house. You know, but when I go out there, I run into all this craziness. So then I want to come back into the house so I can understand where people might start to. It may even bring about some kind of psychosis from being, you know, hemmed in like that. So, you know, it's something worth talking about. But I do want to invite you. Would you, would you do me the honor, brother, of calling in next week also? We, we hear every Tuesday night at, at 7.30 at specific time, okay? Right. All right. Thank you very much for showing up. Uh, and James, you want to take about a minute to wrap up and, and tell the people where they can reach you at uh, for services? I'm uh, in Oakland, California at 331 15th Street. It's James Rudisell Bell Bonds. Phone number is 510-834-2245. That's 834-BELL. And please get out to vote on the uh, the election in November and vote no on Proposition 25. Thank you, James. I'm going to be down there to see you one day when I can get into the bay. Uh, and thank you very much for coming on and being a guest on the show, man. Uh been a longtime friend. You've always supported me, and I support you 100. So let's let's stay on top of it. Okay, brother? All right. Sounds good. All right. Uh, all sister, are you still there? Yes, sir, I am. You want to take a minute and give us a wrap up? Um, just wanted to say thanks again uh, for this information and insight. I appreciated hearing everyone's perspective. And I'll definitely tune in again on Tuesday. All right. Thank you very much. We really appreciate you. And uh, please come back. We're going to promise you we're going to have some more interesting shows. Uh, we're just trying to get this thing started. We're really just trying now to move forward with developing this program so that people can have uh, a, a place where they can go and get their news, they can get uh, information, and they can also discuss their feelings and anxieties. And so uh, let's uh, let's be a team. This is the mothership. Uh, Corey? Corey?
Okay, well, once again, this is T25CL uh, Entertainment. Uh, this is a, a this is a program that's the floor matted for new and upcoming artists. We have 24/7 music uh, outlet. You can go on there and you can check out the different artists. You can buy their music, or their tapes, or whatever or their this. And you can also tune into the other shows that are on Monday, uh, politics on Tuesday, the Mothership on Wednesday, Rogers Corner on Saturday, United We Stand, and Sunday, King Coco. And once again, this is Dr. Ninana Kwaku. Thank you and good night. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.